0: Welcome to the Diary of an Author podcast. I'm your host, Amy Sudo. Join me as I explore the art of writing, what it means to be a modern author, and how to travel the world as a digital nomad. If you want to stay updated on the latest tips and insights into the world of writing, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and visit amysudo.com for more. In today's episode, we'll cover the five story lessons I learned from Ryan Johnson's films. Let's dive in. Hey, Amy, did you make this podcast partially created out of you wanting to tell people that you saw Looper before it was even out in theaters? Why, yes, yes, it is. That and writer director Ryan Johnson's films make all of my top 10 movie lists. If I were stranded on a deserted island, I'd bring his high school noir film Brick with me. If I had three hours left to live, you can bet I'd be watching his feel good con man love story adventure, The Brothers Bloom. What's that, you say? There's been a nuclear war, and I'm only allowed to save five movies from the impending destruction? Looper, consider yourself saved. P.S. As much as I want to burst out in song and share my bundle of feelings about Looper to the world, there will be no spoilers in this post. Cross my heart, guys. Lesson 1. Play with genre expectations. Brick is about a teenage loner pushes his way into the underworld of a high school crime ring to investigate the disappearance of his ex-girlfriend. Brick is one of those rare films where the literary design is as interesting as the visual design. We've got all the ingredients of a hard-boiled detective story wrapped in the neo-noir genre. Crime rings, drug wars, violence and revenge, and love triangles. But the characters in this story are all in high school, still living with their parents and attending classes. It's a twist on the traditional genre that surfaces every once in a while to wink at you before submerging again and allowing the darker tones of the story take over. Lesson 2. End Your Story Right Both the Brothers Bloom and Looper feature fantastic third-act twists that are surprising, yet feel like inevitable progressions of the story. Structurally, you can look at both of these films like this. The entire story was a setup for the final punchline that not only wraps up all the story elements, but also integrates the theme in a powerful way. I don't want to give either ending away, but if you watch Brothers Bloom twice, you'll suddenly pick up on all of the foreshadowings that led to the twist— There are at least four scenes that reference the final scene in shockingly straightforward terms, practically spelling it out for the viewer. Yet the ending is still surprising because Ryan Johnson does a fantastic job of obfuscating from these moments of foreshadowing by taking you on a wild adventure that eclipses all of the nagging wait-until-the-final-scene references. In a sense, screenwriters are like magicians. We've got to keep the viewer distracted so they don't see the ace in our sleeve. Lesson 3. Write rewarding roles. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character in Brick is a brooding anti-hero out to save the girl who broke his heart. Mark Ruffalo's character in The Brother's Bloom tries to use his cons to give his brother a more rewarding life, stating that they've all been about you. But what I love about Ryan Johnson's work is that he also creates compelling minor characters. The demolitions expert Bang Bang & Bloom says two words in the entire film, but she's almost always a source of comedic relief and is one of the most lively characters of the movie. The villains in Brick are colorful and interesting, and Jeff Daniels' character in Looper is ingenious. Lesson 4. Add artistic flourishes. That also serve the story. There's a scene in Brick that's so poetic and interesting, it requires a mention. It's about 20 minutes into the movie, and it's the first time we meet the character, Laura. She's reciting a few lines of poetry at the piano, and it's such an odd, intriguing poem that the moment resonates. It serves the story because it introduces one of the key characters of the story, enforces the tone, and even alludes to the theme. Am I saying that you should introduce all of your characters via piano ballad? No. Each unique character deserves their own introduction, and everything seen should work within the context of the story. Lesson 5. Be bold. Looper is filled with bold story and directorial choices both of which are responsible for hooking both Bruce Willis and Joseph Gordon-Levitt's combined interest in the project, and also making Looper stand out from the crowded action-slash-sci-fi genre. Be bold in your own work and carry on, brave scribes. In today's episode, we explored Ryan Johnson's impressive storytelling techniques, including his masterful genre play in Brick, and we also discussed five key lessons that can be drawn from his work— such as the importance of strong endings and bold artistic choices. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe or visit my website, amysudo.com, for more. And I'll catch you in the next one.